You are looking for answers, for inspiration. You are looking for the way, the way to peace, passion, and purpose. This is the Activated Soul Podcast with Meadow, utilizing the power of mindset, crystals, and meditation so you can stop living in fear and start living in love. Let the anxiety melt away and let me show you the way right now. Welcome to the Activated Soul Podcast. Hey, Magical Souls. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is episode six. It is March 21st. It is the day after spring equinox. It was the official first day of spring yesterday. And here in Utah, which is where I'm located and where my crystal shop is located, we held an event called the Spring Spring Equinox Market Art Market. And it was a beautiful collection of approximately 20 artists who brought their work to the gardens surrounding Meadows Crystals set up and from 10 till 5 we had um, the public free to come in and view these artists work and to soak up the amazing fires. We had a food truck. It was so much fun. It did rain (laughs) and um, due to it raining and being so cold I think I got a little bit of a chill in my body and my voice is a little bit off today. So this is what Meadow sounds like after working very hard and standing in wet rain all day. (laughs) But that's okay. I'm so grateful. I just want to take a moment to extend thanks and gratitude to all the vendors who came and and just they you all were so strong and so tough hanging out there in in the rain, in the cold, I really honor your determination to share your work with the community. And I'm so grateful to know each and every one of you and to have you a part of Meadows Crystals Markets in that way. I, I'm so grateful. And a huge thank you to the community here locally who came out and supported all of these artists. Thank you so much. We love you so much. Thank you, thank you. Our art, our life mission, our art would would be so it would still be fulfilling but to have the support of the community come out and show their love and appreciation and add things that we have made with our hearts to go into your home means so much to us so thank you for choosing to come shop local thank you for choosing to to support the local artists and to all of you who aren't local Thank you so much for all of your support online. I received so many messages from you saying how fun the event looked, how you wished you could be here. Thank you so much for taking a moment out of your busy life to send me a message like that. It really means so much to me and I really hope that in the future you you might be passing by and passing through Utah and you can join in on the fun as well. So thank you, thank you. The market was a great success and um, despite the weather, it was very spring-like weather, very unpredictable, but it was perfect because this is coming back into this episode six that I want to talk to you about. It's about planting the seeds, okay? And springtime, springtime we need to be recognizing it it, energetically even. If we look at what's happening all around us, the seeds are, are being planted or they've been planted since fall. And this is the moment now where the sunlight is really coming back and the soils are starting to warm and it's time for for the seeds to start to grow. 
So take a moment and think about what seeds you've been planting. What seeds like last fall, what were you thinking about you really wanted to see happen in 2021? Think about the new year. What were you doing? What were the things that you wanted to see happen? What was the action steps that you wanted to take to make these things come into fruition? Now, sometimes we can take a whole lot of action and we don't get a whole lot of um, harvest. And part of this that I want to talk to you about is recognizing where our energy is best spent. And recognizing the power of manifestation, which I talked about at the first of the year, we, I did a a manifesting class and an online course for that. And if any of you who were in that course, like definitely reach out and let me know how things are going with manifesting. But when we start manifesting and recognize what it is that we are calling in, then recognizing where the law of action is needed, the law of action for Um, You can't just sit on the couch and think, well, I'm manifesting, wishing or asking the universe to send me, you know, whatever it is. We'll use a a material thing like a $50,000 car. If you don't go out and work, the car is still likely not going to show up. You still have to take massive action. And that's one of the key points that's often missing in many people's manifestation um, processes. So you have to take the action. So anyway, coming back to... um, what we're talking about today, when we continue to be open to the far reaches of all the planes, that is when we receive the perspective and we're able to come to our own balance point. So when the soils have to be balanced, the soils have to be uh, ready to receive the seed and it has to be ready to, um, to grow, right? And depending on what kind of energy is around that space, it's going to determine also on how well that seed is going to grow. So right now is the most powerful point of balance because it allows us to have a range of experiences to draw from and it makes our balance point really clear. <clears throat> and when I talk about being open to all, all the planes, I mean like all the experiences in life and all, all the different opinions and perspectives of others, just to be open and not to be triggered or upset or, or angry, just be open and hear all the different perspectives. And it's okay to go experience a little bit of these different perspectives so that you can come back to your own balance point so that, so that your soils are, are, um, are ready to, to really have a perspective and a direction in which they, which your, uh, seeds want to grow in essence. Okay. So, all of these uh, experiences that we go through, they give us the opportunity to plant the seeds and we decide, once we plant the seeds, that also gives us the opportunity to decide where we want to nurture and where we want to have the growth. And if you're a gardener, if you've ever planted a garden, you and, or if you've ever read the back of a seed packet, any either, <laughs> um, it always says, you know, to plant like a whole bunch of them and then to thin out the seeds. So if you make a little valley in the soil and you sprinkle your seeds all in there and you wait 10 days, you're going to have a whole bunch of these little beautiful plants coming up. And each one of these, think of that as each little plant being one of your ideas, one of the things that you want to pursue. And as the little plants start to grow, you have to recognize that if you let them all grow right this moment, they're, they're all going to grow somewhat, but they're not going to thrive and be the biggest and strongest plant. So it's okay to plant many seeds and then recognize where you want to nurture and where you want to have the growth. So as you look at all the little seeds popping up, you'll pick out the ones that seem a little bit weaker, the ones that don't seem quite quite as strong. 
These ideas could be ones that maybe you don't feel like you've got quite all of the direction you want to go, or maybe you don't feel as inspired on, on some of them. So you want to pluck out the, uh, the little seedlings that you, that, that aren't quite ready for you to fully have all the action uh, and movement on. So think of it that way. That's a really good visualization for me. I hope it's a good one for you, but focus on what um, which one of these seedlings next that you want to nurture and give them all, all the sunshine, the most sunshine, the most water, the most nutrients so that they can have growth. There are crystals that can also support both the garden, like in the way I'm talking about right now, like legitimately looking at your seeds that you may have planted. There are crystals that can support the garden, but there's also crystals that can support the what you're gardening in essence in your mind or in your life. And there's crystals that can support the actual growth. And then also at the emotional level, so much of what we can grow comes through emotion. Everything actually comes through emotion. So I'm going to go through seven crystals here that support connecting to the plants, to the earth, and to inspire new growth within your own journey as well. So the first crystal that we'll be talking about today on the Instagram, which by the way, make sure you're following along on Instagram at Meadows Crystals, where you will get to see more information about each of these crystals and different ways that these crystals can support you. So the first one today is Moss Agate. Moss Agate was a crystal that I that I collected very early on in my crystal journey, and it is so beautiful. So it's a beautiful agate that when you gaze into it has so much mystery and so much awe. If you have a piece of moss agate right now at home, you should pause the podcast and uh, get your get your cell phone out and turn on your flashlight on your phone and then actually set your moss agate right on top of your light and you can see it glow and you will see magic and mystery within your moss agate that you didn't know was there. There's like, it, it looks like you're gazing into a pond, into the edge edges of, of a pond where there's moss and water and, and it's, they're so beautiful. So moss agate is, it helps you with rebalancing and connecting back to nature. Mother earth is always a beautiful way to rebalance and moss agate reminds you that the water, the plants, the moss. This is a great stone if you're cooped up in the house or office and you're not able to get out into nature as much as you want. It's a really great stone to hold on to and just like close your eyes and do a, your own little meditation. Maybe you're at work, maybe you've got 15 minutes, maybe you're picking the kids up from school. Hold on to your moss agate, close your eyes and tune back into Mother Earth and to nature and and visualize yourself sitting at the edge waters of a pond and you can hear the birds chirping in the high trees and you can smell the moisture in the air and, and you can hear the little chipmunks running through the, the leaves behind you and just relax and take a deep breath and let that stress in your shoulders drop away. Moss agate is an amazing stone to help you do that. The next stone that we'll be talking about on Monday this week is green tourmaline. This is another really powerful earth connector stone and it really helps you open up your heart. When we are in a balanced state, we are open to manifesting the new beginnings that we desire. And, and that is the point in which we're finally open to really receive love. If we always have our heart walls up and we're always trying to just stay safe and protected, 
we also can't live life and live love in the most extraordinary way in that state. So only the most beautiful things can grow when love is involved. When you find balance, then you're able to start working on your heart. And as you open your heart, be happy and recognize that the possibilities are endless. The greatest catalysts come from the hardest moments. Remember that the greatest catalysts of your life will come from the hardest moments, but the greatest creations that can come from those hardest moments, those will emerge the most beautiful when, when you give it full love and full forgiveness. So green tourmaline is a powerful, powerful crystal to help you work on that, to remember to connect to earth, come back to your heart, be open to receive love, be open to give love. And recognize that if you're going through something really hard right now, maybe it's a breakup, maybe it's the loss of someone in your life, um, maybe it's just you need to make time for you to go through those layers of your heart to, so that you can actually start living in a space of abundance, of abundance of love. Green tourmaline can be really good to help you with that. And remember, remember to forgive. Forgive is is a huge component to really living an extraordinary life. Defining the Zen in life is when you can be truly forgiving to others. And we've all had somebody do something wrong to us. We all have justification and reason to be like, yeah, that's why I should be mad at that person or at that circumstance or at that experience. You're only poisoning your own self by holding that vibration. So maybe take some time today too to think about something in your life, just one thing, one person, one one whatever, and really lend it forgiveness and let it go. Stop carrying that with you. So forgiveness and love, green tourmaline, is an amazing crystal to support that. Next is honey calcite. If you're at all like me, you love all the calcites, and maybe you have a calcite collection. <laughs> there are so many different colors of calcite from a deep chocolate brown to red and orange and yellow and blue and and there's even white calcite and clear calcite and calcite so it's it's such a fun beautiful stone but today i want to talk to you about honey calcite honey calcite looks like it looks like honey <laughs> it makes you want to lick it it's a deep yellowish amber color i love honey calcite so much because it activates the solar plexus which is our joy center, but it also ties us into the root chakra as well and into mother nature. The solar plexus, as I just mentioned, is, is where courage is, which when we're planting our seeds and we're nurturing, it takes courage. You have to, sometimes, especially if you're, if you're um, causing, if you're doing something different, it can create a lot of, um, a lot of controversy. And if there's controversy, it does take courage to continue to stay on your path and to push through it. So the solar plexus is where your courage lies. Your honey calcite's working with that. It's where your joy is, it's where happiness, excitement, all of that. And when you're planting new seeds, whether that's in your personal life or in the garden, you're really excited. Maybe think about the first of the year when you were thinking about all the things you wanted to accomplish for 2021, what that was going to look like. You were excited. When you put emotion in with vision in with what it is that you're wanting or desiring that that's the most powerful way to manifest is to really put the emotion right behind it so um, it takes courage 
to, like I mentioned, to continue to, to nurture those seeds, but it also takes courage to start something new. Maybe you haven't planted the seed yet. Maybe you're standing there thinking, this is the seed I want to plant. <laughs> and I don't like, what if it grows? Oh my gosh. If it grew, you know, it's so funny. Humans were so interesting in how our minds can, our minds really can make us so limited and they can also make us limitless. And so you got to choose. You can't have both. Um, sometimes you can be limited in one area and limitless in another area, but like on the same topic, you can't be limitless and limited. Like you get to choose. So what do you choose? Are you going to plant that seed? It takes courage to do it. And then it's like, we go through all the layers of our thoughts, right? We think, okay, well, if I plant the seed, what if it doesn't grow? And then there's the other side, but what if it does? And then there's a whole other layer of like fear around if it does. A lot of people say that they want to be successful and they have all the tools available to them. They want to be successful, but what it comes down to is they're scared to be successful. That's why they won't take the action. So do a little self-discovery there with yourself. Maybe there's something in your life that um, Honey Calcite can support you with, give you that courage to start to plant that seed. Now, the lighter colors in the Honey Calcite those lighter colors, those are what really tune into that solar solar plexus area. There's some deeper, darker colors of honey calcite, and that's kind of a deeper brown and, and maybe even into the root beer level. And those, those ones can bring you into your root chakra, which is bringing you right back into Mother Earth and recognizing the harmony and the balance that's going on within nature. Again, as I, I mentioned on one of the other crystals, nature is is one of the best ways to rebalance yourself. So make sure you're taking time for nature. It's it's starting to warm up outside here in Utah anyway. And make sure you, you make time. Even if you can't necessarily go outside, find the spot where the, where the sunlight's coming through the window. Sit in the sunlight for five minutes and just feel it on your skin. And then visualize yourself coming back to Mother Earth and just give Mother Earth all that stuff that you're carrying around. She She wants to help you take that off your shoulders. So honey calcite, come back to earth, find your center point again, find peace again. I love honey calcite. All right. Next crystal is petrified wood. Petrified wood is an ancient fossil, which reminds us that through all of our experiences in life, we have great knowledge within us. Have you ever had a moment where you're like, no, I just know that that's not the way I'm supposed to do this. Or I know that this is the guidance I'm receiving. You have all the knowledge within. And we have the ability to connect to all of the consciousness that's going on from all all humans on this planet. There's a global consciousness. That's why sometimes somebody will have, you'll, you'll have an idea and you'll think, oh, nobody else has this idea. This is my idea. There's nothing like it. And then you pause for whatever reason you pause. You don't take the full action on that idea. You don't turn it into a reality. And maybe a couple of weeks will go by or six months or a year. And then suddenly you'll see somebody with the same idea and, and they're like blowing it up online. And you're like, that was my idea. How they, they completely copied me, but how could they copy you? Cause they didn't know it was your idea, right? That's, that's the global consciousness. And it's open to all of us to receive the downloads, to receive the guidance, what I, you know, if an idea comes to you, it's giving you the opportunity to decide if you're the one to make it a reality or not. And if you don't, somebody else will. So recognizing that 
we have all the wisdom within us and we have the ability to connect to all the wisdom around us. So beyond our experiences working with petrified wood, there's an even, even deeper knowledge that's always waiting for you. Planting the new seeds can turn into a successful harvest if you utilize the knowledge and that you consciously and subconsciously have. You know that for from your past experiences that if you don't water or nurture those ideas, like I was just mentioning, if you don't uh, nurture those ideas, somebody else will decide to nurture them. And that those ideas that were in your mind, they in essence kind of like, they kind of die. So we all have had experiences in our life for us to review and we've all planted something and then neglected it and it died. So, you know, this isn't like, oh, you were bad for doing that. This is just recognizing where our energy is and what we focus on. And it's giving us an opportunity as always, every single day, every single moment you get an opportunity, you have an opportunity to decide what, what it is that you want to work on. So petrified wood is such an amazing stone. If we listen closely, the answers really are all around us. And that can be challenging for all of us, whether you're a mom with children, or maybe you don't have any children, but you have a career or whatever it is, or maybe you're a wide open empath and you're taking on everybody's energy. It's hard to find that, find that silence to tune in and to listen. But even though it's hard, you still have to figure out how to do it. And of course, as many of you probably already know that crystals are a really great way to help, help you clear and find grounding and centeredness. So all right, the next stone is tree agate. Tree agate, I mean, it's exactly how it sounds. It's an agate and it connects you with the trees. When you look up at a tree, you see branches and and you know that based on what you've been told or if you've ever dug deeper into the hole, that there are roots that go sprawling out every direction in the soils beneath your feet. So if you're standing at the base of a tree and you're looking up and you see the branches going every direction, you feel your feet on the soil and then there's roots going every direction under you as well. So visualize that you are a tree in essence, okay? Your feet are grounded and and your um, visualize like every little bit of hair on your body, sensing everything going on around you. The information that, that you desire is all around you. This is really about coming back into you and connecting with your roots connecting with mother earth and, um, just, I mean, this is where you can put a download, like you can release so much to mother earth, just standing barefoot on her soils, but then recognizing that you're still connected to everything, that there's a whole root system beneath your feet. There's a whole frequency system above your head. Tree agate can really help you balance yourself with mother earth's energy and be open to the divine guidance and the global consciousness. So it's a beautiful stone too. It's this beautiful white color with green lines and I'm very attracted to the stone. Okay, next up, blue topaz. Blue topaz is the stone of creative and inspirational ideas and it helps you to not only hear the divine guidance that's all around you, the divine guidance, the global consciousness. It helps you hear it but it also helps you Decide when you actually want to listen to it and follow what it is that you're being guided to. So this is a great stone to work with when you're planting your seeds and you're starting to feel frustrated. This stone will help you feel full of peace and help you feel calm, but it also helps you bring more awareness to your feelings. 
so that you can address them. The more calm we can be and the more that we can process through our limitations, the more open that we will become to receiving the divine guidance that's always available to us. Blue topaz is a beautiful, beautiful stone. It looks like blue ice to me. So that's blue topaz. Next up is vanadinite. So oftentimes planting seeds is really just a reframe of an old belief that has held you back for years maybe, and now suddenly is propelling you forward. So Vandenite can help you recognize what these things are. And to put that into planting terms, perhaps you've been told that your soil, that the soil, your soil must have a certain factor to it. And thus you've built your whole entire everything on that belief. When, so like if you're planting a seed, you're seeing that someone will say, well, it needs more nitrogen or something. And so you give it more nitrogen, but then it's still not working and you get really frustrated. So you're pulling in your blue topaz because <laughs> you're really frustrated and to help you through this new belief system, because what you're recognizing is what you've been told, whether that's from a, a mentor or a parent or a society or wherever you get your information, maybe something that you've been told is the way it has to be actually like, isn't the way it's not working out the way that you were told it should. And that was because you had a belief that if you did, you know, ABC, that you'd have the result of D. And Vandenite can be the stone that helps you recognize that, that your plant or your idea isn't growing the way that you want it to, but it also gives you that ability to look into other options to nurture that plant or that idea better. It can help you reframe any situation. It can help you see it from another angle or maybe a more creative out-of-the-box approach too, or a whole new spin. So Vandenite can help you take the negative emotions that are coming up and that are being attached to that old belief system, helps you reframe and come into um, a new idea, a new angle to consider. So Vandenite is gorgeous. A little thing about Vandenite, it's, um, it forms in a really beautiful shape. Um, they look like fins almost, but they can be quite thick or thin, but it looks like a, a fin um, to me with a little bit of like an octagon shape. It's this beautiful, deep, deep red color. I, it's very appealing to, my, to me anyway, the colors that it has and the shape that it grows. But Vandenite is also very heavy in lead. Now, you're not going to die if you touch it or hold it or anything, but it's one of those crystals that will be better left on the shelf and looked at and uh, maybe taken down occasionally, but I would suggest washing your hands after handling Vandenite just for good measure. But it, it is a beautiful stone and I do have some in my personal collection. All right, going into some Zen life tips. So we just talked about all of these crystals and how they can support you. Now you can put your crystals in with your plants. If you're planting a garden, oh my gosh, one summer I had the amazing opportunity to go to northern Michigan and to be on this beautiful farm um, where the owner had planted all of her, her whole entire outdoor garden into sacred geometry and she had quartz crystal rods going into the soil and, and the plants are were planted literally on sacred geometry lines and everything with vortex points with crystals underneath the plants. And it was the most magical farm I'd ever been on. So you can plant outside with your crystals to give you a couple of ideas. Obsidian works really well for helping the plants 
setting the intention that the plants can really root in and come down and root into Mother Earth. You can also use it in your indoor plants. All of the plants that I ever repot personally or the ones that I repot at my crystal shop, I always put obsidian in the bottom so the so to, to encourage <laughs> to encourage the roots to really ground in and and be very well rooted. And then on the top of the soil, I really love to put clear quartz or rose quartz, moss agate, tree agate, any of those. I love putting those on the soil with the intention that um, to continue upward, to continue to grow and be balanced, to um, reach for the light and to be healthy. You can do that in your outdoor garden. You can also do it inside with your little plants in your little pots, either way. But Zen Life tip is maybe you need to buy more plants. If you're already a plant collector, yes, I really did just give you permission to go buy more plants. So have fun. <laughs> and if you're one of the people who are like, I always kill plants. First, let me encourage you to take a piece of Vandenite and reframe that those words. When you say, I always kill plants, you are creating the reality that you will always kill the plants. So stop saying that and <laughs> reframe it, rework it. Um, and start changing your life and your plant's future by saying something a little bit more positive, like, I am open to learning how to grow plants. I love to keep plants alive. I love to nurture my plants. Plants bring so much zen to a space. I highly encourage you to have something. There are many different plants uh, on the market. Some of them are really easy to take care of. For example, if you are new to plants, I love the pothos. The pothos it will tell you when it's getting close to dying and you can revive it <laughs> with a little bit of water. But the pothos is a really fun plant that you can have pretty much in any area or any room of your home. Um, they're inexpensive and they grow well. Just look it up, P-O-T-H-O-S, pothos, pothos. Get plants, buy more plants. Also, take some time this week as the weather's warming up to find your happy place outside. Find the space where you feel the most zen, where you can just even take a few minutes. And if you have children, like I do, you always have children around you constantly, it seems like. Encourage your children to come sit out with you. Um, another way to tune into nature is to turn on some music with nature sounds in it. My children, specifically my youngest, she loves to listen to rain and birds as she's falling asleep. So I'll just go onto Spotify and I'll pull up rain and birds. Just type that into the search. You get a whole bunch of options back. And so she loves to, loves to fall asleep to that. And, you know, you can do that for yourself too. Here's a little kid tip that came to my mind when I was preparing this podcast. A kid tip. Have your kids color where in nature they love to be the most. Ask your kids what they would want to find on a hike or ask them where their favorite place outside is. Go sit with them wherever that favorite place is. Um, in our backyard here, we have some pine trees and you know various bushes and things. And um, I'm totally going to do this with my kids. I'm I want them to show me where in this backyard where they find so much magic. I want them to take me out there. It did just snow last night, which, and it's snowing again right now. Oh, love spring in Utah. Okay, <laughs> so encourage your kids to, to show you where they find the magic, and maybe that'll help you tap into that solar plexus child energy again, and you can start finding more magic in your life too. And the more magic you find, 
the more Zen you're able to, to witness as well and to experience in life. So anyway, I hope that gives you a whole bunch to listen to and to enjoy. We're at a 30 minute podcast yet again this week. Send me a DM, share this podcast with anybody that you think would love to learn about crystals with anybody who would love um, a little bit of mindset work coming from a, from me, from Meadow. So visit our online website or my own, my online website, meadowscrystals.com. Find us on Instagram. We are on Facebook as well. So I would love to hear where your magic place is in nature, what stone you're working with, or which stone out of all of these was the most inspiring. I love hearing from you. So please do not hesitate. The best way to communicate with me is through Instagram at Meadows Crystals. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Activated Soul Podcast. Be sure that you're following along on Instagram at Meadows Crystals or come visit the website meadowscrystals.com where you can shop the most beautiful soul activated crystal jewelry to help you on your journey. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.